0: Hello, hope you're okay on Thursday, April the 1st. Hope you weren't fooled by too many pranks today. Thanks for downloading the podcast. I have more on the Easter bank holiday weekend weather a little bit later on. But first, we've been reminded that second coronavirus jabs are still going ahead, despite mass vaccine sites temporarily closing across Kent. It's because of an expected national reduction in supply, but second doses will still be given to ensure people are properly protected. Joe has been catching up with Dr Julian Spinks who's a GP in Medway.
2: We're prioritising the second doses and also people in the at-risk groups, the ones over 50 or with other diseases, um, will still be called in to GP centres. The people who are not going to be getting it yet are the under 50s and that's because we need to reserve the vaccines for the next month Then hopefully it'll all open up again.
3: Are you concerned that some people might miss their second appointments? How will it work?
2: Well, we're doing our best to try and make sure we offer everyone Mm. one. So the only problems we've had are people who've had uh, Pfizer vaccines first and are now housebound. Mm. It's very difficult to do that at home. But, you know, we're working very hard. And if people think they're being missed, then, yes, they can contact their practice and we'll check.
3: Now, we're talking about this national reduction in supply. And it's, I said, two to three weeks' time before these centres are back open, turning the taps back on again and getting further down the list. But do you think it could be a bit longer before we see me and the rest of the younger population vaccinated?
2: Well, the government says they're going to get everyone done by the end of July, despite Mm. this. So obviously they're thinking there's going to be a big ramp up in supply. It's whether we can meet that demand. I was
3: going to say, that poses challenges for you, doesn't it? Very
2: big challenges for those of us giving the vaccine, but we'll do our best.
0: It's understood the larger sites will reopen for all vaccines in two to three weeks' time. Meantime, Kent's Director of Public Health says anyone who's socialising outdoors should be tested for coronavirus at least twice a week. Andrew Scott-Clark has made the statement as lockdown restrictions begin to ease. He's urging everyone to take advantage of symptom-free testing sites, even if they've been vaccinated. And don't forget, you can keep right up to date on the infection rate where you live in Kent by using the interactive map that we've got at kentonline.co.uk. Just zoom in to where you are to find out the rate for that particular area. Kent Online News. We've got more now on a story we first brought you a couple of days ago. The uncertain future of Buckmore Park karting circuit is arguably one of the most famous of its kind in the country and is where the likes of Lewis Hamilton and Jensen Button started their careers. But because of the pandemic, it's been closed for more than 200 days over the past year and has lost almost £2 million in revenue. Well, it had been hoped that a planning bid would bring in some much-needed income, but that was turned down. Well, I'm delighted to say that director Rich Martell agreed to speak to me for the Kent Online podcast.
1: We are in a complete limbo at the moment and it, it's very difficult for us even at the moment to reopen. Um, as, as many of, uh, of your listeners will know that Butmore is a, a large venue. We rely on big groups and many people have come to us and, and done big corporate events perhaps with the company. So it's not just the kind of place that we can reopen to, to do groups of one or two, or even up to six people. We do need lots of people to come for it to make sense. Um, and so we, we are, we're exploring all options. Like we could appeal the decision. Um, we've still got that option open to us. The issue with that is that it's a nine to 12 month process. And, and so time is something we just do not have. So we are looking at all options available to us, but we are increasingly being pushed into a corner.
0: You mentioned on your press release that came out the other day that one option that you have to look at is the possibility you could end up selling the circuit. I mean, is that a real possibility?
1: Yes. I mean, it's not something that we really want to do. Um we uh we bought the circuit in 2015. We my family's invested a huge amount into the circuit and we really uh are passionate about running a karting venue and, and I think any of our our staff, or previous staff and customers, would be testament to, to that. Um, we, we, but but as you say, we are having to make some really difficult decisions, and it might be that we aren't able to to reopen, and we just simply run out of cash to sustain the business.
0: I mean, Buckmore Park is incredibly famous, not just in Kent. I mean, it's famous across the whole country. It's where some of the biggest names in motorsport started their careers. Has anyone been in touch and and said, well? I'll help I'll help you out I mean you see loads of people don't you on Twitter saying well why can't Lewis Hamilton put his hand in his pocket and things like that I mean I guess he's raced at a lot more circuits other than Buckmore Park but there is a lot of money in motorsports and you kind of think why can't that filter down to to your level where it really starts for an awful lot of drivers
1: you're right there's a there is a lot of money in motorsport it's a bit like football though it's all weighted at the top end and so the grassroots and uh, doesn 't really see a huge amount of that. I mean, I do feel a little bit sorry for Lewis Hamilton. He has had a fair amount of um, of traffic on his uh, social media from from our supporters and you're right in saying that you know lewis uh lewis has has been well known to come to Butmore uh when he was uh starting out in karting but he also uh went to a number of other circuits and um so we 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 well you know we're glad that he's associated with Butmore, but he, he you know he actually did learn to uh kart at rye house in Hertfordshire. that was the kind of place that he did but you know unfortunately no one you know no one of that ilk has kind of been in touch uh with us you know they they've just started their formula 1 season in bahrain and and Lewis obviously won that race. But, um, you know, it, it is a bit of a shame that, you know, there are some uh, drivers that have done very well for motorsport that perhaps could uh, throw us a lifeline or be involved or even just raise some awareness for us. Um, but unfortunately, at the moment, that, that hasn't happened.
0: So, what happens over the next couple of weeks and months then, as lockdown starts to ease and people will be looking to get out to be being able to do more things, more activities will be available again? When do you think you would realistically be able to to reopen, or is it not a possibility at all at the moment
1: right right now it 's not a possibility at all. Um, unfortunately, we it became too long in the second lockdown for us to be able to keep on many of the staff we We used to have about fifty employees, and even with the furdo scheme, you know we were very grateful that things like that existed, and that allowed us to get through last year but quite frankly the the, the costs involved with keeping on fifty staff when you 're not even able to you know, we're not like a restaurant that can do takeaway. Um, you can't do takeaway carting. So we have zero revenue. Um, and so just being able to sustain the costs of pay, paying national insurance and, and PAYE and the um, and other costs, the maintenance costs of the venue and insurance in the venue, we've had to carry on paying all of that. So unfortunately, we had to make some redundancies. Um, so we will need to look at whether we restaff the business or or fundamentally just reinvent the the business model because we were designed as a as a venue that needed lots of people to come to it to make uh, money and even if uh we reopen and there are restrictions that is very difficult for us still
0: when do you have to make a decision by would you say realistically
1: well, we know that the roadmap that the government have kind of set out works towards June, July, really being the time that kind of everything's really being lifted. So, we 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 will monitor the situation, and we're working on other plans. Like, there's a few different options available to us. As I said, we can appeal the decision. That takes time. We can also look at crowdfunding or raising some other investment to get going. Um, or, as I say, like we do have the potential to sell the business. Um, uh, at the moment um, it's not not our preferred route but but that is something we are exploring um, so we will be assessing the situation over the next few months I, I really hope that we can reopen this year but at the same time I think everybody's a little bit cautious about what the next 12 months looks like and I think even today as we as we speak and things are starting to reopen um, there's a lot of talk about you know Covid spreading and perhaps like people the government going back on their restrictions which would be devastating for anybody in leisure and hospitality.
0: We will of course keep you updated on any developments regarding that story.
1: The Kent Online Podcast with Serenity
0: Parks. Some other news now and a man's been taken to hospital after being attacked with a knife in Maidstone. The victim had to be treated for cuts by paramedics after it happened at a block of flats in the Shepway estate last night. A 21-year-old man's been arrested. Knuckle dusters, broken bottles and kitchen knives have all been recovered by police following reports of people with weapons in Kent. At Kent Online today, you can read about all those who've been convicted in the past month. Among them was a 21-year-old from Maidstone who was found with a lock knife and was on recall to prison. He wasn't due for release until 2023. More than 370 people have risked their lives crossing the Channel to Kent in just two days this week. Border force officers have dealt with 19 small boats with many asylum seekers arriving in Dover and Dungeness. It comes just days after the government announced tougher immigration rules which charities warned would do nothing to stop the crossings. A woman whose decomposed body was found in a flat in Maidstone has been described as clever, funny and witty. Police had to climb through a window of the property last August after being contacted by Lucy McDermott's sister, who hadn't heard from her in two weeks. An inquest into the 56-year-old's death is continuing. Now, NHS workers have been staging a protest at Medway Maritime Hospital in Gillingham over a proposed 1% pay rise. Staff have demonstrated against the government's plans, which unions say will leave many worse off. They were at the main gates of the hospital this afternoon.
4: We know that NHS staff are not happy um, uh, with the pay offer. 1% is way below what it should be. Um, NHS pay has been devalued by about 20% since 1910. So all across the country today, it's not just uh, us, all across the country, there are small groups and large groups gathered together to protest what we see as an insult
1: of a pay offer. Obviously you work at the hospital as a porter, um, presumably though you've had conversations with workers, with nurses themselves. What have nurses been telling you about this 1% well, uh, increase?
4: I think they're disgusted with it, you know, it's, uh, they deserve far more. After having worked through the the, um, the pandemic, you know, um, um, I think we're, we're entitled to expect more than 1%.
0: A Folkestone man's been jailed after stealing a customised classic car, which was a replica of one from the Harry Potter films. The pale blue Ford Anglia was taken from a garage in Walmart last October and still hasn't been found. The 37-year-old has been locked up for almost two years. Now, the RSPCA's urging people in Kent not to buy pets on impulse this Easter. The charity's rescued 27 small animals like rabbits, guinea pigs and hamsters across the county in the first three months of this year. They want us all to seriously consider a pet's needs before getting one. At Kent Online today, we can reveal the areas with the best and worst broadband in Kent. Here's the tech bit. It's recorded in megabits per second and the UK average is 72.9. But surprisingly, just 41% of households in the county reach that speed. The best performing area is Temple Hill and Marshes in Dartford, while the worst is Romney Marsh, where speeds are just 328 mbps and after the warm and sunny weather recently we're told it could snow in kent on easter monday it's going to turn much colder at the start of next week with temperatures expected to fall below freezing overnight weather apps on smartphones have been saying at the moment there's a 70 percent chance of seeing some snow on monday there's a fair bit of rain around to follow for the next week too
1: kent online sports
0: With the F1 season back underway at Kent Online today, you can read the fascinating but tragic story of a driver from Kent who was tipped for the top. Tony Bryce was just 23 when he died in a plane crash alongside Graham Hill, the dad of 1996 champion Damon. Our reporter Dan Wright has spoken to Damon. You can read his thoughts The next Grand Prix takes place in Italy later this month. On to football now, and Gillingham are in the League One playoff places after beating Wigan Athletic. Verdane Oliver scored the only goal in their 1-0 win at Priestfield last night. That put them in sixth in the table and extended their unbeaten run to five games. Here's Jill's manager, Steve Evans.
4: We have to focus on ourselves. I think the benefit is we we know we've got a small squad. We know we've got 13-14 players delivering this. They're incredibly fit. I mean, incredibly fit we were still running as hard today in the 95th minute, I mean, did really had eight minutes, When we were still running in the 98th minute as we were in the for the fourth minute. Um, but I don't want it to come down to big decisions, let us down. It's a penalty on the day and all of the night, I've seen it back. So it, it can't not be a penalty. Um, that scores, I think we win quite comfortably tonight. But in saying that, credit to the Wigan boys, they've got a new owner. I think they'll stay up. I think they'll stay up. And... Um, and it'd be great if they stay up because no football club deserves to Certainly the football club supporters don't deserve to have the times that they've had. Um, I'm just glad that, for me, a poor refereeing performance didn't stop us winning the game tonight because I think we deserve to win it. We had to gamble at a key stage in the game and, and they missed a couple of chances, to be fair. but Proctor Procter normally stick one of them in, but they missed a couple of chances because we are gambling. We are leaving players off the pitch. Because we knew before we went to Hull, we gave the players the brief to be four out of six. Six out of six, can we do it? We felt unfortunate at home, but it had to be four out of six. So we take it to Monday. We'll see where we've got Monday. See what everyone else does Afraid Friday when we're out watching them.
0: We also caught up with player Stuart O'Keefe after the game.
3: Hi, everyone watching us tonight and uh, been the only team to play. In. And seeing us go in there, OK, we've played more, but uh, we're in there and we've got the points on the board. So I think teams will start to be taken out. And I, I don't think many teams will fancy playing us you know we're a hard to beat team we work incredibly hard and, and we're getting rewards for that now and I think um, like I say a lot of teams will be taking note and, and keeping an eye on us obviously we're a small squad don't get me wrong we're, we're competing against teams with a lot bigger budgets and a lot bigger squads but on, on the other hand I think that might, might help us you know we're, we're like I say a very close-knit squad you can see everyone works so hard for each other the team's not really changing much, everyone's knowing their jobs and their roles and, and everyone understands w- what's required from from everyone. So, um, you know, it's helping us at the moment. We're a real good good group and good lads and and people are leaving everything on the pitch. How pleased have you been with your fall since you came back from what looked like a really serious injury at the beginning of the season? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm obviously pleased. Um, when the injury happened, you, you expect the worst and you think the worst. but. You know, credit to everyone behind the scenes, the medical staff and the fitness team to get me in, in the best condition possible and, and it's a credit to them that I've, I've got back as quick as I can and, and for me it's just about playing games and helping this team in whatever way possible as much as I can and, and like I say everyone wants to achieve something, everyone's got their own agendas and if we can achieve something at Gillingham it'll be a fantastic finish fantastic to the season.
0: Gillingham are next back in action on Monday when they make the long trip to take on Blackpool. Well that's all for today we will be having a break over the Easter weekend so we will be back on Tuesday. Thanks ever so much for listening. Don't forget, in the meantime, you can subscribe to the IM News app. That will give you access to all KM Group newspapers. Just head to subsaver.co.uk.
1: News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast.
0: This podcast is sponsored by Kingsdown Meadow, located in beautiful Kent countryside. New homes available. Search Serenity
4: Parks.